0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Cedar Room podcast where we talk about life, family, a lot of business, and a little bit about everything else. I'm Dan Vanderkoy, husband to my stunning wife, Erin, dad to our three wild kiddos, and owner of Mana Insurance Group. From running around playing games as a youth pastor to running an insurance company, I've experienced and learned a lot. We hope this is a place for you to come think, process, and challenge yourself to grow. Make sure you hit that subscribe button to stay connected as we talk through these ideas together. Hey, everybody, I'm Dan Vanderkoy from Mana Insurance Group here with the Cedar Room Podcast. And today, a very special guest, uh, my good friend of uh, 15 years or so, right, John? 15 years, yeah. 15 years, John Potter. Uh, John flew in last night uh, over from Spokane and uh, is actually your first day on the team at Mana Insurance.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited to be here and be uh, working in the insurance field to help further my. Passion, which is uh, helping people get out of debt, uh, using the Dave Ramsey system.
0: That's awesome. So um, I wanted to just kinda jump right into this a little bit. We um, have spent a lot of time together over the last 15 years. Um, We met your wife and I, used to go to a Bible study in college together. And then I said, hey, I'm kinda dating this guy who (laughs) likes baseball and he's kind of a baseball geek like you are. Yeah can he come coach with you? Yeah.
1: I think she said I needed to do something other than work.
0: (laughs) Um, so we had the privilege of coaching together at Nooksack Valley high school for a while. And then you even took over that program when I moved on and, and then, um, Recently, uh, you were running some
1: Dave Ramsey classes yep. on financial peace. Financial Peace University classes here in Linden and yep. then uh, also in Spokane now. I'm starting to do those over there. That's awesome.
0: And I'm sure I'm sure many people have heard of Dave Ramsey, uh, the financial peace, the total money makeover. Total money makeover yep. um, and I've actually just got into a bunch of stuff with him with the Entree Leadership yep. podcast that he has, which is just phenomenal. He, ha- he has so many great people on there, Simon Sinek, uh, Mark Cuban, um, just a ton of really good guys, and Ken Coleman has run that. I believe he's even transitioning out because they just keep expanding and growing with awesome leadership things and tools for people. Um, So why don't you tell me a little bit about your passion is obviously for, for helping coach people to be able to debt free. I'm assuming if you're teaching that, you and Mandy have been able to accomplish some of that as well. Yep. And so I'd love to hear uh, maybe your story and why you're passionate about it and how you even hope to bring that um, to, to Mana Insurance Group a little bit, but then also um, just your own community over in Medical Lake in the Spokane area.
1: Sure. Yeah. Uh, Mandy and I, about nine years ago, we found ourselves uh, swimming in debt. We kind of were up to our eyeballs and we didn't know what to do. So we signed up for a class, and it ended up being the Financial Peace University class. Uh, Two and a half years later, through the systems that we learned in there, we were debt-free. And uh, over the course of the next two years after that, Mandy stepped down to part-time, and then now she's not working at all, so she can be a stay-at-home mom, which is ultimately the goal and the dream that we've always had for her was to be able to live a life where she could just be a mom. Uh, And just the transformation we had through that, the freedom we've had through that, Uh, Is completely changed our lives. Mm -hmm. And so we we feel like we found the magic and we just want to continue to share that magic with other people because it's... For us, there's no other way to live that life. It's very freeing. So we just want to continue to grow that. And then it allows us to teach other people that you can be good stewards with what God has given you and just bless people and continue to bless people over and over. And that's what we're looking forward to doing in the future is just being able to bless people. So,
0: so John, what would you say? So, you know, you had said that you guys were starting to swim in debt and we don't need to get in like how much or anything like that, but, but, and then over the process of two and a half years, um, and, and you pointed to kind of the financial piece stuff, what what is it about that and that class that maybe that, that you, that you teach? I know you
1: have one coming up in the Spokane area yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. September 25th. There you go.
0: And where's at? <laughs>
1: it's at Westside church, Spokane on arrow road, right off the medical lake freeway exit. Awesome. And
0: so, so with that, like in those classes, like what are, what are you guys doing? What's breaking down? I've been a part of it, but probably a lot of people haven't. Sure. And I think we live in a society today that now tells us like, Hey, figure out what you want and go buy it, Yeah. right? Put it on a credit card, whatever it might be. Um, And everyone has different levels of um, their commitment to different things, right? We've talked a lot about that. But I think too, um, you look at our country and where it's gone and even our country's saddled in debt, right? And and not to get all political or anything like that, but it's just, it's the fact. And so we live in a society now that we want things quick. We want it when we want it and we're gonna go get it. And it doesn't matter how much interest we have to pay on something but um, talk to me a little bit about what this class offers and how it helps fa- I mean, families and marriages because they do say one of the largest reasons for divorce in America is the financial stress, right? Yeah.
1: number one reason for divorce in the United States right now is financial stress, financial fighting. Uh, they mm-hmm. say it's upwards of 80% because a lot of people who declare something on their divorce decree doesn't necessarily relate to being financial, but if you get to the root of it, it probably was a money fight at some point in time. Um, I think the biggest thing about the financial peace class and what I would like to try and do is you eliminate the idea that people are on an island because a lot of people, when they're swimming in debt or they're they're at a point of despair, they feel like they're the only person who's ever experienced that. And so when you come together in a class or when you have one-to-one coaching with someone, you realize that other people have been there. And especially when you're going through a class with people who are also currently going through that, it takes a little bit of the despair off because you're no longer on an island, you're in a community. Yeah. And and ultimately, God wants us to live in community. Even in the yeah. bad, we still need to be in the community. Yeah. So I think that's one of the most freeing aspects is you feel like you have support from other people. And then through that support, you can climb out of the hole of the debt that you're in. Uh, one thing that Mandy and I noticed is as we bought things or for us it was food we bought a lot of food because uh, who doesn't like to eat right. right so we wanted to go out and <laughs> eat a lot and unfortunately our food of choice was dairy queen which if you're going to spend money on food don't do dairy queen do something better like some
0: good barbecue some good barbecue Southern or, barbecue or, something, or, something or, something or some good mexican there you um, go. we had that for lunch today that's right it was Martin's delicious it was great
1: um but you realize that the instant gratification you get from buying something doesn't fill the void that you have in your life the whole so unfortunately people don't get that instant knowledge and so they just continue to buy things expecting it to fill that hole and then they get deeper in debt and then they're still depressed so they buy something else which they think will make them happy doesn't work so they buy something else and eventually you just find yourself in a spot where you have more debt than you have income and you don't ever see a way to climb out of that hole Mm -hmm. so being able to get out of that mindset change your ideas change it's a paradigm shift is what they call it you change your outlook on life where I no longer need to fill the hole with stuff, I can fill it with something else. And so you were able to fill that hole with the gratification of hopefully Jesus Christ being your Lord and savior, but then also knowing that you're not working for somebody else you're not working just to give your paycheck to somebody else the ability to work and give your paycheck to you so you can decide what you want to do with it's just a very freeing experience for everyone
0: there's there's the old saying too of being proactive rather than being reactive yeah right Mm -hmm. and like with both of our coaching backgrounds too like when we you know it's funny like the minute you get into like like playoff games and things like that, the intensity and the level of preparation. I mean, you're already doing that in your regular season, but that whole level of preparation and game planning and everything, it steps up to a whole nother level, right? And now what's really, for me, what's really cool is I know this has been a passion of yours for a long time and to be able to see you leading classes and even doing one-on-one coaching now and helping people with your passion, how God's wired you to sit down with people and say, all right, let's just, let's take a notepad here and let's go through it. Like here's your expenses, um, here's what you got coming in and let's just, let's try to simplify it, right? And a lot of times I think people in a lot of ways like overcomplify things, right?
1: Right. Yeah, well, and a lot of people, excuse me, a lot of people, you only live your life. And so to have the perspective of somebody else is, is refreshing because you, someone else can come in with a fresh idea. Hey, maybe if you cut this out, maybe if you look at your insurance needs, we can take care of your insurance needs and Good cut back your insurance. John. That boy, cut back your insurance 20%. <laughs> now you've just gained 20% of your income yeah. back to you. So that's, that's one of the things that I think especially the one-on-one coaching can deal with is you have someone who's gone through it before. Yeah, They have a fresh outlook of what they did and they can bring that to the table to help someone solve their problems or at least work towards the next step. So let's get into a couple of tangible
0: things for people here who sure. are listening or watching today. What are some tangible things without giving the whole course away and right. your consulting that you do, What what is, just maybe three or four key things. And one of the things you did talk about insurance, which is part of the reason we were excited to bring you onto our team for some, some of that yeah. is, is because of your passion for that and being a broker, it can help cause you're shopping the market. Right. But tell us, maybe give us top three things that people, if they're not doing now, maybe they should consider looking into this.
1: Sure. Uh, the first one's always easy. It's budget is know what you have coming in and before it goes out. So before you even get your paycheck, budget it so you know where everything's going, what's being paid for. The The budgeting is always number one. Uh, number two I found is insurance. You A lot of people will work with insurance agencies that don't get to shop the market and so they're stuck with one and only one option which is not the best way to go. So finding a good broker, finding someone who can shop the market uh, by switching to MANA Insurance. Mandy and I saved like 25% when we switched over. That yeah. was a huge amount of money into our yeah. budget that yeah. we didn't have before. Yeah. Uh, and really
0: quick, even like that too, and, and I'll just say this from the the insurance perspective of being an agency owner, the difference of us being a broker versus, um, you know, I'll throw them out there, Farmers, State yeah. Farm, All State. they're all great companies. They actually do really good in taking care of their people most of the time. I yeah. mean, anytime you go and read online reviews, you're going to have positives and you're going to have negatives. But the, the big difference between those carriers is those agents work only for that company. They right. can only quote that product. Where, when you go to a broker, someone like us, or there's lots of them out there, yeah. um, they can shop multiple companies. I mean, I think we have like 50, 60 different companies, not all personal lines for auto and home, but um, people can shop them out. And so you can keep your same agent that's gonna represent you. But if your rate happens to go up with one carrier, you can switch over to another carrier within that agency. still correct. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. And that'll give you the opportunity, you know, to review it once a year because sometimes you will get a better deal from year to year with somebody else. And if you have a great agent who's willing to shop for you, it makes it really easy for Mm -hmm. you. Uh, And then number three, the number three easiest thing, which most people will not like to hear is cut out cable. Hmm. Cable costs the average American, like 118 bucks a month right now. And if you could add $118 a month back into your budget and not watch TV for a year it makes a whole world of difference. I mean, if you're able to put a thousand bucks back into your pocket for a year, that can pay off a lot of bills, that can go to a lot of different things. You can upgrade something for a thousand bucks. Yeah. Uh, it's not popular, it's not a popular idea, because everybody likes their HBO and their, you know, all their fun things, you know. Their, Seattle Mariners. Seattle Mariners baseball. Epic last
0: two decades of baseball they've played.
1: Uh, everybody thinks they're the Gaineses. that they can flip houses by watching it on TV. Uh, but if you just <laughs> cut it out for a year, that's all you gotta do, cut it out for a year, save yourself a thousand bucks, one easy way to get back in into the debt free world. Yeah. So what
0: would you say that someone who they're looking at, um, two car payments, a mortgage payment, um, let's say, um, maybe they're, you know, they have kids and those costs add up for maybe preschool or something like that. Or maybe, um, they even start to think about, man, like, how am I ever gonna be able to afford college for my kids when right. they if they wanna go there, you know, whether it be a trade school or a community college or, or a four year, um, what are some things that people can start thinking about now and like plan, planning, like we we do a lot of game, we call it game planning your future where we sit down with people and we talk about the number one interruption of retirement is a medical need, a yeah. long-term medical need, right? And so we do a lot of long-term care insurance yeah. Dave Ramsey talks about when you're 60, yep. buy your, your birthday presents, buy yourself a long-term care policy. There's other options with disability insurance if you lose your income and stuff right. he talks about too when you're right. younger. So what are, what are some things that people can do to start planning for that, those situations that arise?
1: So I think uh, the first thing is to know that something bad is going to happen to everybody. Mm-hmm. It's a guarantee. Uh, you know, Ben Franklin said the only two guarantees in life are death and taxes. Well, I would say that third thing is an indemnity of some kind. Uh, my wife's been in two car accidents in the last three years. Uh, that kind of set us back a little bit. We had a water heater blow up. We had uh, an air conditioning unit go out. So know that something is going to happen. So things that you can do is have an emergency fund, have Mm -hmm. some funds ready for that. And then also start thinking about the why. If you can put together the why of everything that you're doing, it streamlines your goals and keeps you from getting distracted. I always use the analogy of somebody who's driving a car. When you're driving a car down the road, if you start to look at something over on the left-hand side or the right-hand side, your car just naturally drifts that direction. So people who have a why that's one singular goal out in front of them, they won't drift because they're not, mm. they're no longer looking at the left or the right. They're trying to focus on the one thing in front of them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, a, a book that I've read and, and a popular speaker, he's had TED talks. He's, He's um, written multiple incredible books. He's been on Dave Ramsey's Entree Leadership Podcast with Ken Coleman, uh, Simon Sinek. He has a book that says it's called Start With Why. And is is a book I read probably, I don't know, when it first came out. It's been a while ago now, but uh, phenomenal because we, we all have to realize, you know, what our purpose is in life right? And right. For, for every person that's a little different, I believe it's something that God's created you to be and yep. and to bring him honor and glory. And how can we be a blessing to others through our businesses and through our family and things like that? But yeah, what is that? Why can we stay focused on that? And that leads to different areas of yeah. our life. And what's, what's even interesting too is is a lot of people like we talk about this, and you know, I'm a small business owner. We have 13 employees, and and we've had a growing business over time. But um, this does this stuff doesn't just apply to even our personal lives. But yeah. but you know, all of a sudden, I'm a small business owner, and I have a responsibility to these families of these these 12 other people yep. that I work with, right? Yeah. And so, um, how does what does that look like? How am I being? um uh frugal and fiscally responsible even within the benefits that we offer am i am i getting you know lazy on shopping out my group medical or my um you know life insurance or whatever it might be and is that affecting the income that i can help support families with because we're not being frugal in these areas to be able to give pay increases and things like so those are things that it's really important for small business owners to do with this kind of stuff exactly, too, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, and and the opportunities there to run a small business underneath that kind of Dave Ramsey financial is you can run a business debt free, or you can run a business frugally so that you're taking care of the people who are around you. Uh, I f- I'm a firm believer, you know, as we've known each other for a long time, that I'm a big community guy. Like yeah. I really feel like there's no point in doing something if you're if you're just doing it for your own personal gain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, teaching Dave Ramsey, coaching baseball uh, coaching high school kids, doing the youth leadership, uh, middle school leadership, our middle school youth group team yeah. that we used to do. Yep. Uh, I really believe that you got to give back to your community cause it just is fulfilling. It gives you a purpose and you're also helping younger generations come up and, and they're going to have opportunities to see people like us who will be mentors to them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and to, again, it, it comes down to what's your purpose, what's yeah. your mission, right? If it's all about just us, like in, in the end, it, that, it's pretty, um, pretty empty. Yeah. It's right? an empty feeling at the end, you yeah. know? And like you even talked about too, you said, are you just constantly just buying stuff to try to fill a void and, and what that, what's that going to lead to? Right? right. There's so many things. There's so many needs around the world today. Um, clean water. Right. Yeah. Um, kids that just need to be loved and taken care of and fed. I mean, the, the amount of starvation and the amount of people dying from not having access to clean water is incredible. Right. And so you look at uh, other businesses that have these social platform models, right. With um, overflow taps, even here in Linden and Bellingham, they have a big thing with charity water. Right. Yeah. Right. Where they have, I think it's like 25 cents from every pint. And, and that was just a passion of like Adam and Jesse's focus when they started. Like, this business isn't just about us, but it's about how can we help people get clean water? Right. Yeah. For us, it's a lot about Eagle's Nest International in Guatemala and, and, and helping those kids down there. And, and lots of different organizations have that right. Seiko designs and, uh, Tom's and like, you start to see more of it. And I think it's so cool when you get those businesses who really want to be about more than just bringing home the almighty paycheck. Right. Yeah. And, um, and so I guess, maybe even explain a little bit, John, how that has affected, like having the focus of being debt-free and being able to maybe be more uh, free and generous in certain situations. Like how has that affected your family and your marriage and, and, and your communication with Mandy and like being a part of different things?
1: Yeah, it's, it's been, it's been powerful, uh, being debt-free and having the freedom to help other people we've, uh, sponsored. In two classes, we've sponsored four couples to go through the class. uh, And just they were people who they had no opportunity to afford it if they didn't get a sponsor for it. And so Mandy and I sat down, we talked about it and we said, this is something we want to do. And we've instantly saw the fruit of the labor. The people are committed. Uh, They feel like it was a blessing for them. And it was just a great feeling to be a blessing to other people. And in the same way, we get to see our kids, my four kids, uh, they all have outward-looking hearts. Mm. They're always caring about uh, their friends. Uh, My son has asked several times, like, uh, can we do something for this family because they're hurting? Or uh, my wife and I, we are watching some kids before and after school just as something to do. Yeah. uh, Because it just, like like I said, it takes the heart and gives us the heart of God, that heart that looks towards other people rather than just continuing to try and consume and consume and consume. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, John, what was your you know we've talked we've kind of joked around for a long time hey you should come do insurance with me and that sort of thing what was um what kind of led to that what was your desire to say you know what i'm actually going to go get my insurance license and i'm going to start to do this because obviously your passion isn't necessarily just the insurance piece but it's it's helping counsel people and making sure their families are protected whether it be with life insurance or long-term care disability whatever it might be but um, your passion is on, you know, the, the budgeting, the insurance, the cutting out the cable, the, like the quality time, that sort of thing. Right. What is, what's your, um, that kind of, or what's your story that led you to jumping into this realm?
1: Yeah. So I, my last class, my last two classes that I taught or helped teach uh, I was kind of giving people this spiel about checking with your insurance and, and really um, getting that nailed down so that you can have the best bang for your buck on your insurance yeah. and Several of the families after talking with them one-on-one all of them had said something like man I really wish that I could just talk to you about this stuff because it's really easy to talk to you Because we already had a relationship talking about budgeting and talking about all of the other kinds of ideas that we could do to save them some money Yeah And after you've been hounding me I'll say (laughs) for several years on maybe I should try this insurance thing I thought well if I'm already helping people with the financial piece Yep. And they already want to talk to me about it. I might as well just go for it. Yeah. And so now it just gives me another avenue where I can continue to help the people in the same fashion that I'm helping them with being debt free. I can now just offer them the products that they need to get the best bank for their buck. Yeah. So. Well, I think
0: what's cool about it too is you, you honestly, that's your heart behind it. That's right? it. It's, it's, your wanting to help people. I just want to help people. And, and yeah. that's, that's what I, um, I guess I love about you and our team um, within our company too, is, is we just, we're really trying to serve. And then then obviously we need to make money to support our families. But in, in doing that, how are we pouring that money that we're making back into the community versus going through a national company or someone who's out of state, you know, headquarters are out of state. This allows the money to stay locally within within the community, right? Which is obviously really important. I mean, because we all support each other in that local economy. Right. And so, um, that's, what's, what I really appreciate about your heart and your willingness to serve is because um, you're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah.
1: Well, and you you just think about if someone has an income, no matter whether it's a hundred bucks a month or a hundred thousand dollars a month, no matter what your income level is, if you're using it to support the people around you, that means their income is also growing. And that means they can do more to put into their community. And you see uh, I've seen churches go through the Dave Ramsey process. Uh, Dave Ramsey talks about it, and they went from like a 2% tithing membership to a 80% tithing membership. And instantly they were able to start things like food banks, clothing banks. Hmm. Uh, they start uh, One church in uh, North Carolina opened up a homeless shelter within six months of running a Dave Ramsey program because they That's had incredible. such a wealth of financial support now yeah. that they were able to open up a shelter. And now you see people who were on the street now have jobs, now yeah. have houses, now have, uh, you know, dignity because this one church just decided to be debt free and give the, give back to God, what was rightfully his to begin with. Yeah. So. Well, and that's, that's the
0: power. Like what is does He He always says cash, is king, cash right? is king because it allows you the freedom to do different things. Right. Yeah. So, um, why don't you share a little bit about, um, your background in, uh, coaching because we got a chance to coach together, yep. and that is an area within the community that you like to be able to serve. Um, why, how has that maybe transferred into even developing a passion, helping consulting younger people, like maybe just getting married or different things like that? Because you worked with junior high kids and high school kids, and now you kind of move into a phase where now you have your own kids, and, right. and, and that passion within investing into uh, young men and women.
1: Yeah, I really enjoy. I, I went to school originally to be a teacher. I went to Western Washington, Western Washington University here in Bellingham to become a teacher. Uh, ultimately, I decided the classroom setting wasn't the right place for me. I liked to be on the field, uh, so that's why I, I, you know, coached at Nooksack both as an assistant head coach and then a head coach. Yeah. Uh, I've done some one-on-one coaching with players who wanted to try and take their game to the next level, college level. So I've done some one-on-one with them, uh, and I think one of the greatest things about coaching, whether it's financial coaching, sports coaching, or even just mentoring with other people is that you get to watch someone grow and you get to see someone go from where they started to becoming individuals who, again, they're people who want to give back to communities that we've seen several of our, the uh, guys that we coached in high school who are now active members in their community or active members in their church community. And now they're trying to grow other young men. And I just think it's amazing to see how a society or a community can change when you have active participation from the top down, yeah. you know, giving it, giving everyone else the opportunity to gain knowledge that they wouldn't have if they were trying to do it on their own. Well, and what's cool is a lot of times people think in their own life
0: is like, well, I don't have anything I can give, right? Right? I don't, I don't have a way that I can impact people. Um, but I was at a the Global Leadership Summit. And one of their themes was, everyone has influence. Yeah, everyone has influence. Your influence is either positive or negative. A guy that um, that we've brought in to speak to our team at, at Mana, but also our high school baseball team at Lin Christian, Colin Henderson, mm-hmm. um, Master Your Mindset podcast. Colin's phenomenal, but he, and he's talking. He's working with professional athletes. He's working with college programs. He's working with uh, businesses. One of the things that he says that I think is phenomenal is, does the room light up when you walk in or when you leave? Yeah. Right? Yep. What kind of impact are you making? Do, do things get better when you leave and you're gone? Yeah. Or do they get better when you come in? Right? And so, and a lot of that comes to are you willing to serve? Right. Is it about your agenda or is it about God's agenda or the team's agenda or whatever it might be? And I think we've probably played on teams and coached teams where you have that one or two people where it can be a cancer at times. Yep. But then the flip side of that is you have those one or two people that help elevate the rest of the team to the, to their potential,
1: right? So, yeah. And I really appreciate people who are willing to at least think about or live into that growth mindset. Cause I'm a firm believer that every day you're either getting a little bit better or you're getting a little bit Mm. worse. And maybe it's not in life in general, but it's in one particular thing. If you're going to focus on it, you're going to get better on it. Yeah. And so with the Dave Ramsey thing, I, with budgeting in general, I think that's, you're getting a little bit better about money. Not everybody has a fantastic background where they had two accountant parents and they were able (laughs) to teach them everything that there ever is to know about money. I mean, some people, I'm not gonna name names, but myself grew up with two parents who spent as much money as they possibly could, had a bunch of debt, ended up getting divorced, maybe for financial reasons. And so my outlook on money and life life was buy whatever you want. And it seemed to always work out for them. So I figured it would always work out for me. Yeah. taking little steps with the encouragement of my wife to get better and better and better about money and now learn that that wasn't the way to treat money and that I can actually control what's going on with that, with, with, with what is God is giving me and be a steward of it rather than just be someone who consumes it. I now get to give it back. I now get to steward with God's money, what he intended me to do with it.
0: So, Well, and it's not something that's going to happen overnight, right? Right, it's a step-by-step process. Like we talk process. about coaching a lot, and you even look at, like, the beginning of the season and your practices. Um, I just saw uh, last night my my daughter, Taya, had her first uh, volleyball game of the season. Last year was the first year that she ever played volleyball. Yeah. And my wife is one of the coaches with another um, friend's wife, and they both played volleyball in high school. And, and um, it was cool for me to see even the progress – like they basically had, you know, three seasons off or three, um, uh, nine months off basically, yeah. right? And they came back around to volleyball season this fall. And um, all of a sudden, like they're hitting the ball better. They're yeah. moving better. They're starting to pass the ball. They're all these little things that just over the course of them getting older and getting more experience and understanding their coordination and things right. like that, they've gotten better. And it's probably the same thing with the budgeting, with the staying discipline of, of not going out to eat all the time or, you know, buying your $5 and 50 cent coffee, you know, um, you know, different things like that, but like, and not to say that all those things are bad, but it's in moderation, right? And it's to be wise with it and to, to have a plan moving forward. And, um, by not planning, you're living a life that's just going to kind of go all over the board and you don't know where you're gonna end up instead of being intentional about it, right?
1: Yeah, and I, uh, one of my really good friends, he says, even when you're not planning, you're planning. You're planning on failure. Because hmm. if you don't have a plan, it's just gonna turn into chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, to piggyback on what you said with the, the sports, I, I think that's one of the biggest things about anyone who's working through debt or if you have a goal in life, give yourself the ability to have grace because you're gonna slip and fall down. You're gonna have moments where it's not so great. My wife and I got debt free and the next month we decided to go to Disneyland, which you don't just automatically go to Disneyland because you're debt free. That probably <laughs> wasn't a great decision, but gave ourselves grace, came back to it, and we continued on the program. And now we're debt free. We have an emergency fund. We're doing the full Dave Ramsey program. And I think that's one people, one thing that people need to remember is that grace comes from God. Grace is the biggest thing mm-hmm. that we're allowed to mess up, and it doesn't change what we're trying to do. Yeah, it just it may set us back one step or a hundred steps, but we still get to continue. It doesn't end everything. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna recap a little bit about what we're doing, the top three things
0: that you mentioned, we we'll start with the budget, budget, budget. Know where your money's going before
1: you even get it. Before you get it. Before you even get your money, if you have the ability to look at like a pay stub that comes out before you get your check. A lot of people who are on salary, they know what they're going to get every month no matter what. So before you even get paid, if you get paid on a Friday, Thursday, have a budget meeting with your spouse or with an accountability partner. Know exactly what you're going to do with all of that money before it, uh, you even touch it. So number one, budget. Number two, look at your insurance.
0: Insurance can be a big cost, especially if you, your fam- you maybe you have an older family where you have a few teenage drivers. Yep. Um, number one thing, and I'll just say this as an insurance agent, best thing you can do and tell your teenage kids is, make sure they get a 3.0 or better. Giga grades. <laughs> I mean it will save you hundreds of dollars a year. Yeah. Um by by making sure they have the good grit, the good student discount, yeah. right? Um
1: Well, and what I would add to that too is that one the reason why I talk to everybody about insurance is insurance is not optional. Yeah. A lot of things in your budget are optional. They might hurt. You know, cable hurts or your $5 daily coffee hurts. Those are still optional. You don't get to drive if you don't have insurance. Yeah. If your house burns down and you chose not to have house insurance, you don't get a house anymore. Or if you do have a mortgage, yep. they're not going to like not have exactly. insurance. So right. because it's not an optional part of life, go after it cuz yeah. that's that's a thing that you're going to have no matter what, so go after
0: it. Yeah. And I'm going to I'm going to put a shameless plug in there too, manainsurancegroup.com. They can call and talk to you. Yep. They can call and talk to any one of our agents, but that's what we like to do. We love to sit down and to be honest, we'll tell you We'll tell you if you're better off where you're at, you know, we like to sleep at night. Our handshake and our word means something. So if you got a, if you got a good policy that's covering you well and you're, and you got a better price, we'll tell you. Right. But to be able to sit down and walk through that, understand what your coverages mean, you know, that that's a big deal.
1: Yeah. And I think sometimes it's more than just knowing that you have insurance. It's knowing what's covered, what's not covered. And knowing that the one thing I appreciated about when I first came to Mana as a client is that you were able to say, yes, you have insurance, but you're not covered the way you should be. If you had a major car accident with one other person involved, you're probably not covered and you're going to get sued. And I know that came from your own personal experiences. So yes, you may have a better deal, but it's not a better deal if you get in a massive accident or you have a massive slip and fall and you can't even cover what expenses you occur during it. Yeah. Um, really quick. And that's kind of a, a little side note to this too. Um, importance of life insurance. Yeah. Life insurance, uh, especially, I mean, for anybody, if you have a wife or, and, or kids, uh, if something happens to you, they're going to have to figure it out. And so are you going to leave them with nothing? Or are you going to leave them with your income? I have 10 to 12 times my uh, yearly income on me so that if something happens to me, my wife can live the same lifestyle she's been living for 10 to 12 years if she just spends the money it'd be 10 to 12 years if she properly invests the money she could live the rest of her life yeah. with what my income is coming to her every month yeah so
0: well and 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 with that too i i, I always tell people people are like well it's you know x amount a month that's just another expense i said well what's more important that car you got out in the parking lot or your kids right right and it's not to shame anybody into anything but it's the reality of it. Yeah. I and mean if you if you're if you're the breadwinner in your family and you're the one taking care of it and you've set that up that, you know, male or female, it doesn't matter, whoever's the breadwinner, and so maybe someone's staying home or or you're you're trying to go off both incomes, you know, you gotta be able to to figure what that's gonna be like if all of a sudden you go down to one income. Right. And well, then you one income and then who's
1: who's helping get the kids off to school and stuff like that. If you got to be at work. Exactly. I think life insurance is just as important for a spouse that's not working as it is for a spouse that is working because if something happened to my wife, my wife is a wonderful stay at home mom. She is the rock of the family. If something happened to her, all of a sudden I got to figure out who's going to take care of my kids while I'm at work. If they're not in school, if they are in school, if I'm not home, like I leave for work before they go to school. Somebody's gotta be there to get them off to school. Yeah. You have to, most of the time, you're gonna to have to end up, end up paying for some of that. So how are you gonna financially cover that expense yeah. that wasn't there before?
0: Yeah. Well, we, we always call my wife all the time, Erin, she's our house manager. Yeah. She's the general manager of exactly. our home, right? Yeah. She's the Jerry DePoto. Yep. Um, hopefully she can make magic happen and Jerry yeah. DePoto <laughs> can do the same thing for the Mariners. So. <laughs> yeah. um, I think Erin's got a better chance to make a yeah, magic happen well, at your let's, let's just, okay. Um, <laughs> And uh, the last thing, cut out cable, and I won't even just say that, but, like, extra things that need to be cut out. But, like, that's one that we've talked a lot about. Um, and I even posted something on social media. I think it was today with our baseball guys. And it was from the, the head coach at Arizona mm-hmm. uh, Baseball. And I said, we want uh, young Men that are going to be able to have conversations and not bury themselves in their phones. Exactly. Right, and that's we've talked a lot about that. What society looks like today, and the importance of being able to have a conversation, look someone in the eye, and shake Shake their their hand, hand hand. and and make it makes a difference, right? And so, um, so I think these are all, John, these are all great things, and I I really appreciate you coming over, I appreciate you trusting us to come on board with us. And uh, if you guys wanna find out more about uh, financial financial counseling, um, uh, the financial peace course that that John teaches over in Spokane, or anything that might, um, if there's you wanna get uh, access to one over here or wherever you're at, contact us. It doesn't matter where you are across the country, we can set you up and point you in the right direction to get yes, connected right. with somebody yep. and, uh, and, and join that and start to take a plan and take action and, and um, don't allow not having a plan to dictate what you do. So um, thanks again, John, yeah. for being here. It's been great. It's fun. And, yeah. and uh, we look forward to seeing everybody on our next podcast coming up. Make sure if you like this and you found this contact great, subscribe, hit the thumbs up button and give us a great review. And uh, thanks again, everyone, for joining the Cedar Room podcast with Mana Insurance Group. This Cedar Room podcast is brought to you by Mana Insurance Group, a nationwide agency providing home, auto, long-term care, and business insurance. Call us at 360-922-0149 or visit us at manainsurancegroup.com. Nationwide is on your side. Products underwritten by Nationwide Mutual Insurance Company and Affiliates, Columbus, Ohio.